Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, come through, through, Queen. This is episode 26. What were we doing there without Dorinda? This week on the show, we're going to talk about Billy Bush versus Kathy Lee, as well as Dorinda's trip to the Regency. We'll also discuss what we know about the filming of the upcoming season of Real Housewives at Beverly Hills, as well as congratulate Little Mix for the start of what will surely be an iconic era. Also, for this week's deep dive, we've both spent the last week in the Housewives and Bravo field, and we're back with our reports. I was in Los Angeles and visited every Lisa Vanderpump property in the City of Angels. And I had the pleasure of seeing Sonia Morgan in an off-off-off-Broadway show. And we both saw for, uh, former VIEW co-host Michelle Collins at the Upright Citizens Brigade uh, just the other night, which featured some familiar faces and some less familiar faces from the real Housewives of New York City. And of course, we'll talk about our shows. We've got Jersey Housewives, OC Housewives, and we just learned who won RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 2. <laughs> yes, and as always, we'll close the show with the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Hey! Hey! Welcome back! It's a little bit of a reunion for us. You're a little tonight. West Coast. Well, we actually saw each other last night, oh, so it's not yeah. really a reunion. <laughs> That's true. Um, no, but actually, you know what? I like have purposely been avoiding. You've been avoiding to, me. No, talking to you about like my trip to LA. You're Sonia. I know. I knew uh, you were gonna be like thing. that, so I didn't even ask. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just feel like it would be more entertaining for the Come Through Queen fans. Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, we're back. It's been a while since our last episode too, since we recorded like a week and a half ago. Yeah, we've been having, like we said in an earlier episode, we've been having like weird scheduling issues this week. I yeah. mean, not this week, but these past few weeks, trying uh, to get on like a normal. Well, once New York went off the air, it's been it's been chaos. chaos. Uh, but for us and for others, we'll get into Dorinda in a little Ooh, bit. No, <laughs> I, I take her side of the story. Um, but Brendan, uh, you know, we all know Billy Bush has been on the in the news this past week. And but we're not here today to talk about Donald Trump or well, this is I'm sure he'll come up at some point. <laughs> this is related to Donald Trump, but we're not here to talk about the Donald Trump part of the story. It's just yeah. stemming from it. The part I wanted to talk about, and you all know, we've talked about Billy Bush on the show before this, about how he was sort of shaking things up on the set of the Today yeah. Show. But after all this all this hubbub happens, 
Um, Page 6 reports that Kathy Lee Gifford doesn't even want Billy Bush to throw the show to her and co-host Hoda Kotb. A source says, quote, she has Jesus in her life and feels this is just not right. And reps didn't comment. And reps didn't comment. I'm team Kathy Lee here. Yeah, I wonder, has has he been throwing the show to her? No, he has not been on the show well, since... Yeah, no, I mean before the whole scandal. Yeah, because he was in the third hour. Yeah, and with Tamron. Tamron and Al. Okay. Justice for Willie. And then um, Hoda and Kathy Lee famously do the fourth hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see Tamron and Al's opening on, on Monday without Billy? Yeah. They have no fucks to give about this entire I know. situation. I loved it. It's so, like, it was so exciting to experience <laughs> the Billy Bush's over party. I love the Billy Bush's over party. <laughs> it's one of the best parties I've I'm, ever been to. I'm the only person who tweeted about that. <laughs> I, I, love, I, I retweeted you that that picture of like Willie Geist getting ready for the Billy Bush's over party. Yeah, but it, nobody, I wanted it to become a thing. I know, I thought, it was like really a beautiful tweet, if I do say so myself. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Featuring a beautiful man, Billy Bush. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Holy was, shit. Was that like a Freud and slip? No, because everyone knows that I'm a Willie Guys stand. Yeah, you are a Willie Guys I'm a... Wh- Didn't I, you tell like a man in a bar one time that he looks like Willie Guys as a compliment and he like it took it as an insult? It did not go over well. <laughs> yes. It was like Tuesday margarita night at the cubby hole. <laughs> so moving on from Billy Bush, uh, Dorinda's been in the news and let's just preface this by saying we were expecting to see Dorinda uh, when we went to go see Michelle Collins because she billed her show as a special guest, Dorinda, which is why you bought tickets for uh, myself, you, and Alex for my birthday. Happy birthday. They were $6. I <laughs> So generous. Um, but yeah, so I think part, like Michelle told us that the reason uh, Dorinda couldn't come was she had to go to... Atlanta for some housewives thing, maybe? I don't, I don't know. know. I saw a picture of uh, Dorinda and John in Atlanta at some, like, charity event. So oh, she might have been being yeah. serious. But I want to... Oh, well... But, we, but our original theory was that maybe she just didn't want to be in the public eye after the news of this little story came out. So uh, the story involves the Regency, Harry Dubin, and the Ghost of Richard. Um, so it says... I don't know where we we got this from, but too bad that it's from page six. Page six, of our course. only source today, <laughs> the number one source. Uh, too bad the Real Housewives of New York City cameras weren't rolling Monday night at the Regency when Dorinda Medley allegedly had a meltdown and attacked investment banker Sylvester Miniter the fourth, the with, fourth, with her high heel. <laughs> Multiple witnesses say Medley had come from a well lubricated lunch at La Bibliotheque. Le, le Bilboquette. Bilboquette? Bilboquette. Uh, <laughs> the Bibliotheque. That's like the library, the library in Spanish. <laughs> Not well. Maybe she had a drink in the library uh, before she started inex- inexplicably screaming at Harry Dubin. And reminder to everyone, Harry Dubin has been a part of the Housewives franchise because yes. he was Aviva Dresher's ex-husband, father to one of her children. Also, he Ooh. dated Luann and Sonia. Yeah, so he's back in it. Uh, so Harry walked into a shit show, said one source. When Sylvester tried to be a peacemaker and told Dorinda she was being inappropriate, Dorinda, who had her shoes in her hand, tried to spike him in the head with a high oh, heel. Oh my god. Dorinda's boyfriend, John Medizian, soon showed up and took her home. Dorinda apologized profusely the next day, sources said. Dorinda denies she attacked anyone. It was her late husband's birthday. 
She'd been at his grave all day and it was just too much for her. A spokesperson said she took her shoes off because her feet hurt. I, I have a few questions. I believe Dorinda. What are your questions? Well, she obviously hadn't been there all day because she was at lunch at the... Bibliotech? <laughs> the Bibliotech beforehand. <laughs> Second of all, you don't spend a whole day at a grave, do you? Yeah, you could. Like, you could just... Like, I mean, you could hang out for like an hour, maybe. Yeah. Um, a whole day does sound like a lot, but... Also, why was she yelling at Harry Dubin? That's what I really want to know. I think, was it because he, like, betrayed Sonia? Remember he was supposed to run away with Sonia? Yeah, but, like, why would... Dorinda care? Dorinda have a horse in that race. I know, because it was before her time. Yeah. I don't know, I do... I, I, I think will... The mystery of Harry Dubin's involvement in all this is really the biggest question. Yeah. Um, also, I noticed today... And the fact that it happened at the Regency, too, is... I think that's where they hang out. It's, yeah. like, their the new, boots and saddle. The new... Yeah. <laughs> The new boutique, because I don't think they go there anymore. I think like they bought brought boutique like bad press. Yeah, yeah. So and they, so they don't let them film. Yeah. Um, but I noticed today that Dorinda has made her Instagram account private. Yeah, which luckily we're we're already in the door. Yeah. So for those of you though, I mean, but I was up. looking on like my browser where I wasn't logged in, and I mm-hmm. was like investigating to see if she was actually in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was locked out. I know it's too bad. Um, hopefully, I mean, I'm sure by the time, like, New York comes back, she'll open it up, back up for the fans. Yeah. Um, Praise for Dorinda. But yeah, I hope she's doing well. Um, we just, we don't, we don't know the whole story. We don't know her side of the story. Yeah. Um, so, we have some Beverly Hills news. So, Brennan, what's going on there? Um, so, (laughs) it's not, like, really news. We just found out where they're vacationing as a family. Yeah. As a cast family. Which Um, is, like, a very interesting location. Hong Kong. Yeah, I don't think. Have we ever been to an Asian country before? Not personally. Not, yeah, not <laughs> us as a housewife's family. Have we been there? Um, not that I can recall. I'm like, did they ever go to the Philippines or something? No, that doesn't sound right. No, and which is why I'm a little afraid for like how they'll act. Oh yeah, definitely. Like. The Real Housewives of OC can't even go to Ireland without being offensive. Yes. <laughs> and we'll be talking about that plenty. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm excited because I feel like their vacation last year wasn't... Even though it was, it was like Dubai. in Dubai, but like it just wasn't a great vacation. Well, because in Dubai, they sort of had to like stay in a resort the entire and like time. like follow the rules. Yeah, and like their dinner was like out in the like front lawn yeah, at one time. Yeah, that was terrible, yeah. Oh, but they did bully the housewives, the non-canon housewives... Did you read about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Melbourne, Melbourne Housewives, yeah, which is yeah. not canon according to this podcast, but we support you if you watch it. Yeah. Um, they, the Beverly Hills Housewives bullied them in Dubai because they were on their vacations <laughs> together. Uh, and we don't know if Eden Sassoon was there, but you have been interacting with her. Well, we do know that Eden Sassoon oh, was there. Oh, really? Yes, because her tweets were coming from Hong Kong. Ooh. And I, at that moment, I was like, she's taking a little time out of her Hong yeah. Kong vacation to... We don't Taking a little time to enjoy the view. So what had happened was... Well, also, what hour was she tweeting at? <laughs> it was it was like 10 o'clock our time? 10 p.m. our time? I, know, I wonder what time it was her time. Uh, Maybe the middle of the day. I don't know. <laughs> um, so what happened was uh, some people on Twitter.com were tweeting about like Beverly Hills Housewives and like why isn't it back yet and like when will it be back? And I was like, it better not suck this year. Yeah. Like Last year was sort of a snooze fest. 
And then, like, people, like, go back, we're going back and forth, and someone I didn't know, like, looped Eden Sassoon into the mix. (laughs) (laughs) And then, Eden Sassoon responded with, it was a picture of, it was a screenshot of her Snapchat, where she had the dog filter with like oh, yeah. the tongue out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I literally tweeted it back. I was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> what is happening? Um, and then it went... We had, like, a back and forth a little bit. And then You tried she, to bait her into following you, but... Yeah, because she was, like, using the single eye emoji, which I don't think I knew existed, to, like, be like, I'm watching you guys. Yeah. I like the double eye. I like the single eye now that she's used it. That's the evil like the eye. evil eye. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I... Just as a quick aside... While I was in LA, which we're going to get to in a minute, like while hanging around in a Los Angeles apartment, we watched a few episodes of Pump Rules, and it really like reminded me how Lisa should really just drop Beverly Hills because she shines so bright in Pump Rules. Yeah, and in Beverly Hills these days, it's like not a good look for her. They need a total revamp. But I heard like Kim's coming back as a friend, uh, Camille's coming back as a friend, and I love Kim Richards to death. Love her to death. One of my favorite people in the world. Mom. Like above, above. Dan, she oh. ranks, oh, but <laughs> but I just don't think she needs to be on television. She doesn't need to be on reality television in this kind of context. Yeah, like give her Kim's World on like Oxygen or something <laughs> like that. That's a good suggestion. <laughs> uh, so just the last really big news item, which is personally to me the biggest news item of the week. But it's probably the one that our listeners will care less about. But like maybe we'll convert some people into becoming mixologists. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, last weekend we learned that Little Mix's, well we already knew this, but they like officially announced it, that Little Mix's new single is called Shout Out to My Ex, and it's debuting this upcoming Sunday, October 16th. Mm-hmm. So they've been like doing a little countdown, dropping a few lyrics. Dropping hints that we're shook. Drop, we're dropping hints that we're shook. <laughs> Uh, they also play like a, cl- a short snippet of the song and Alex is convinced it sounds like the Girl Meets World theme song and he played a side by side and he's kind of correct. Nice. Um, but then also in promotion for the new single, they announced just today the new album, Glory Days, November 18th. Britney Pre- Spears is shook. Britney is over. Glory is now Glory Days. Um, so yeah, and it's available for pre-order probably by the time you're listening to this podcast. So, Great. And the special thing to note is that the Deluxe Edition comes with the uh, tour DVD of Get Weird. Nice. And it's uh, also being released the same day as Pokemon Sun and Moon. So oh my god, you're going off, you're go, jumping off a cliff. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about this upcoming? No, I'm excited. You don't sound that excited right now. <laughs> uh, well, you were talking, you linked it to Pokemon and it automatically turned me on. Oh my god, alright. So why don't we talk a little bit about our field reporting? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, Do you want me to start? Yeah, yeah. Because okay. mine doesn't come until like weekend you were there yeah i was already there when this was happening okay so uh i went to the moon the moon uh and also to los angeles california and i've never been to california in my entire life that's crazy to me i know you lived there for a short period i lived there for a short period of time and i go back at least twice a year oh yeah but you have like events and stuff i know but still like it's still going back yeah 
Uh, so Alex went along with me as well, and he's never been to California either. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, so we stayed with good friend, good friend of the show, James Vigiano, mm-hmm. uh, in his West Hollywood apartment, which was beautiful. But we uh, we we got in on Thursday night into, and we we arrived at LAX, which is the most unbeautiful airport I've ever been in. Have you Terminal? been to LaGuardia? LaGuardia is better than this we were well we were in terminal three which mm-hmm. only had like we also departed out of there as well all i have is a burger king and like some gladstones fish and seafood restaurant which i don't really want to have like airport seafood airport seafood um so there's like illegal seafood in the boston airport okay but we're talking about lax <laughs> no i'm just putting it out there as an example of like somewhere you might be able to find a nice seafood option in an airport yeah anyway lax is unbeautiful so uh we arrived Thursday night, and the first thing I notice is like everything is very short. It's only like one or two stories max. <laughs> <laughs> You're like giving like like a baby who just came into this world like learn like see that's so funny. Okay, continue. I'm, I'm just like I haven't heard anything, so hearing the way this is going is so insane to me. <laughs> um. So like, well, also it's not I, the concrete jungle. When I yeah, when I arrived, like it was also like after two a.m. my time. So I was like delirious at this point. So I was explained that the reason that everything's so short is because the city was originally built with like earthquakes in mind, so that the buildings don't fall down. <laughs> this is now a city planning yes. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we when we arrived, whatever. It's beautiful. Uh, we climbed a dusty hill. Runyon Canyon. Runyon Canyon. But before we climbed the dusty hill, we, uh, we stopped at coffee at Blackwood Coffee, I believe it's called. And we had our first lab sighting, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Boring. I know, boring. Actually, I missed it, and, like, only Alex and, uh, James saw him. Because I don't even, like, really think, think of him. Wait, so you're saying there were multiple celeb sightings? Yeah, that's just number one. Uh, so, Blackwood Coffee, and which was, like, the first taste of many tastes to come, of no sense of urgency. Like, (laughs) not one, well actually, no, there there is a star at Villablanca who has a sense of urgency and a personality and who is a star, but we'll get to her in a moment. Oh my God, is this gonna be like an hour long? No, no, no. You're literally going from like, waking up to getting coffee, we're not even at the hill yet. (laughs) No, but I just wanna, I had to mention the coffee because of the first celeb sighting, I would have mentioned it otherwise. Okay. Um, But I'm just used to like a little more like pep in the step in like terms of like, not with this story. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> that in the seven terms of like when I'm at a store or in a like a yeah, yeah, establishment. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So we climbed a dusty hill, uh, which you know I was not particularly looking forward to. If you've ever been <laughs> on a hike with Dan, if you've never been on a hike with Dan, put it on your bucket list. Maybe we can like maybe we can auction some off because it's the funniest thing in the world. He'll be like twenty feet behind you, like looking at his phone trudging asking when we're taking a break yeah anyway so we climbed a dusty hill i climbed a mountain i turned around and then on the way down uh we passed by johnny mcgovern do you know who that is oh from um like he used to have all those like gay hey, queen yeah now he always hey queen yeah which like our podcast i didn't realize kind of sounds like hey queen like come through queen i guess it just has like queen in the title uh so that was celeb <laughs> sighting number two okay was so he with um um, Lady Red. 
Uh, is that a woman? That's his sidekick. Oh, I don't know. He appeared to be with, like, a trainer or something. Like, like the person he was with, like, was like... Um, <laughs> so, okay. Let's get to the three Vanderpump Rules establishments. Okay. And my reviews of each. I went in with very low expectations, because I figured, like, it's kind of, it's going to be like going to, like, Disney World or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you, what can you expect? We, Disney World's a great experience. No, I disagree. <laughs> but uh, so first we went to Villa Blanca, Beverly Hills, she, she, she. And oh, it's also like very interesting, like all the different little areas of LA. I didn't realize like Beverly Hills was like smack in the middle of LA. I thought it was like off, like separate. Well, it depends where in LA you're thinking. You spent most of your time on the west side of LA. Yeah. So it, Beverly Hills isn't like smack in the middle. Okay, I also had no sense of direction anywhere we were going. <laughs> um, so we went to Villa Blanca first, and uh, it was much smaller than I had pictured it. Have you ever been or no? No. Okay. So I've only sm- been to Pump and Sir. So it was smaller than I pictured it. We got patio seating, which was ideal for like people, people watching and stuff. And my third and final celeb sighting happened at Villa Blanca. Weird Al was walking down the street. And your celeb sightings. Oh, so <laughs> I know, I know. I wanted so much more from it, but you know, what are you going to do? So Villa Blanca, we sat out on the patio. We each ordered a different salad off the menu and all three were stars. They were my, my salad. I mean, I only tasted mine, but like judging by the looks of the other ones, <laughs> they looked great. I had like the salmon something salad. It was great. Um, but even greater than the food was our server. Ashley. Mm-hmm. Ashley is a star. She's from Massachusetts. She uh, is thinking about going back, but I like both Alex and myself were tweeting at Lisa to like move her over to Sir, put her on the show. She's a star. She was great. She like had a conversation with us. Like obviously she bonded with Alex since he's from Massachusetts as well. Uh-huh. She was excited that we were visiting. She talked about her opinions on LA. Um, she's cool. great. Yeah, I love her. And I and Villa Blanca. Beautiful. 10 out of 10? Uh, not 10 out of 10. I would say like 8 out of 10. Because it's smaller than you think? No. What were the flowers like? Because every... I remember first season, it was always like Lisa like playing with the flower arrangements. Mm, I mean, we had a small little flower thing on our table. But were there like big vases when you walked in? <sighs> or has it gone down the toilet? Mm, I don't really remember big vases. I also just re- really remember thinking like having a restaurant all white is really like not an ideal... Yeah, yeah. Like, it's all a little grayish at this point. Um, but it was a lovely time. Okay, where'd okay. you go next? So, the next venue, I want to say, was... I'm, I thought Pump. We're, yeah, okay. So, next we went to Pump. Which I've been to a couple times. Which we went, it was like a, we, it was kind of like a Sunday fun day thing. Like, we already had brunch, we went there for a cocktail. I've only ever been for cocktails, too. Uh, and I, like, I couldn't really make, like, heads or tails of, like... The venue, like, we sat outside. The inside seemed to be very small. Yeah, there's a small inside area that has a bar, and then there's the outside, like, like area forest. that's always on, like, the show. Yeah, yeah, and it's, like, olive trees, I think. Well, yeah, because remember she, like, got... Shipped them in. Yeah, she got them shipped Tuscany. in from Olive Land. <laughs> the Olive Garden. The Olive Oil. <laughs> um, so, Pump, we got, we ordered a picture of the Pump and Glory, $3 brunch special, great. It's, like, we got two drinks out of it each. The Pump and Glory was, like, pretty good. Like, 
a little sweet for my taste, but still pretty good. Um, I inadvertently wore the same color t-shirt as all the servers. And I pointed out to you via text that if you were a scholar of Vanderpump Rules, you would, you would know what they wear at Palm. I know. I knew what they, but like, I didn't, like, I had dressed many hours earlier, so I, like, wasn't giving it thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, my fourth celebrity setting. Uh, he's not really a celebrity, though. So he's, a, he's a celebrity. While at Pump. He's more famous than Johnny McGovern. Here's the scoop. I'm like I'm ninety percent sure I saw Aaron Schock, former congressman, former Republican congressman, hanging at the bar chatting with some dude uh, while we were enjoying our cocktails. He's the one who had to resign because he it realized he was spending like money that was from his constituents or something on his office, mm-hmm. and it looked like very like Downton Abbey ish. And they were also like I feel like they were using the money like going to Katy Perry concerts and like. All kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So that, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was interesting to see him there. Uh, I, I wonder what he's doing these days. Hanging out at Pump. <laughs> um, so then Pump, yeah, Pump was great. The, the bartender was a delight. He was very nice. Um, so also, like, a surprisingly good experience. If we're not, what I was told, like, the food at Pump is pretty good, too, but we didn't have any food. Okay. I've heard the food at Sir is not good. Mm-hmm. So we close it out at Sir, um, and Sir was probably like my least favorite of the three. Yeah, but like still important to go to. Um, well, it's almost the most important. Yeah, it's like the mecca. Yeah, uh, we didn't eat there. We just had drinks in the lounge. So we weren't in Sir restaurant. We were in Sir lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the TV screen behind the bar, they had episodes of Vanderpump Rules playing off of a DVD. It wasn't even like Bravo was on. Like, the DVD screen came on. Well, it's like, it's... What I noticed from when I was there, it's become a destination, like, a tourist trap for Vanderpump Rules fans. And when they're working, because I went and it happened... Tom uh, Sandoval happened to be working there. And I sat at the bar with my coworker. And he'd be, like, on the other side of the bar and, like, some girl would, like, ask him for a picture and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like they have to deal with that shit all day. Yeah. Because they all still work there. I'm surprised you didn't see any of them. Yeah, well, it was a Sunday night. Maybe that's not, like, prime time, really. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was really interesting because, like, the women there were dressed to the nines. And, like, the dudes were in, like, jeans and, like, a sneaker. But that's, like, L.A. That's, like, yeah. very much what... It also reminded me of, like, Scranton, for you guys who <laughs> remember Scranton. my report. Like, the women dressed to the nines. Scr- Scranton <laughs> is the L.A. of the East. Yes. Um, so, just a few other things. Uh, like that's my roundup of Vanderpump Rules. I would, but like if I lived in LA, I would go to all three all the time. Really? I definitely pump for like a fun Sunday hangout because it was like a good deal in terms of drinks. It's like a nice place to just chill. Well, you where you need to go is right next door Motherload. Their drinks are like poison. Yeah, you were trying to talk us into doing that. <laughs> we did, we never went to Motherload, but we oh we went to LA Flaming Saddles, which is. Like, night and day from New York playing this out. Yeah. First of all, they don't play country music there. Second of all, it was virtually empty. Like, every other bar on the Strip was pretty uh, packed for a Sunday night. And, like, no one was in uh, Flaming Saddle. Except we made this fr- this this one friend who is, like, also a patron along with us. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, 
dancing along to the music a hundred times better than the two like guys on Ambien, like oh, yeah. shirtless with a with a cowboy hat on. Like if I it was just like so embarrassing, it was funny. <laughs> well, that's what I've heard. They like the reason they switch because the first time I went to the LA Flaming Saddles, it was very it was more similar to oh. the New York one as far as like country country music yeah, yeah. like the same the bartenders were wearing the same things there were no shirtless men yada 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 yeah. but i've heard they've had to change and like adapt to like west hollywood and what's expected to be in west hollywood yeah i don't i guess it's just like not cutting it yeah uh, so but when we go to flaming saddles in new york i feel like it's always packed and sometimes it smells yeah. like farts packed smells like farts like serving like gross food um, we also went to the Abbey looking for Christina Aguilera, but she wasn't there. Did you see her Walk of Fame thing? I, we were looking for it, and we couldn't find we couldn't find any Walk of Fame within the Abbey. Maybe they paved over. I, know. <laughs> I thought it was outside, like there, well, on there the were sidewalk. No, there were no stars or anything on the. Sidewalk. That was my first gay bar, you know. Oh, that's interesting. When I was underage. You never went out in Boston. Um, well, I was 20, I went to visit my boyfriend at the time in LA with my sister, they wanted to go out, so they convinced the bouncer at the Abbey to let me go in and just, like, hang out. That's so interesting that you had a boyfriend before you ever had been to a gay bar. I guess. College? Yeah. But the Abbey was much different then. It was less, like, clubby then. Um, okay, so a few other things. Alex, James, and I, we all wear glasses, and we were asked... We were called triplets once. Uh, this woman at the Abbey came up to us, came up to us, and was like, "Do you guys go to the same optometrist?" Oh my god! And we were like, "Yeah, we all go together, holding hands, going to the same optometrist." I think it's because not as many people wear glasses. Yeah, no one That's cares. So no weird. one reads in LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, obviously, when you're in LA, you take like a hundred Ubers and Lyfts and all that shit. Yeah, they're all fucking chatty Cathy's. Oh, I know. I it's hate that. It's so crazy. No, like both Uber and Lyft. The only time I didn't mind it was when the one driver wanted to talk to me about uh, PlayStation VR being released, and I was like totally chatting with him <sighs> about that. But like this, the guy who drove us to Sir was like, "Oh, the three of you, you're all wearing glasses. You're like the Pep Boys." That would, and he's like, "That would be a fun." Halloween costume. He's like, no, you know what you guys should go as? The prep boys. That's like funny because it's like gay. And he's like, oh, watch out and sir for the la cucarachas. Like I saw one there one time. Oh my God. And I smashed it with my shoe. (laughs) You just would not shut up. When I was in LA last, I was actually going to meet James for dinner from my hotel and I called an Uber. And I didn't realize until we were a mile down the road that I had gotten into the wrong Uber. Because, you know, like, yeah, it's a pretty yeah. busy hotel, and so, like, there's so many people get it, trying to get Ubers at the same time. Yeah. Great, Graciously, the guy who was supposed to be my Uber called me, and the person who... Took you. Took me, drove me back to the hotel, and I didn't get, like, a fee. Oh, why didn't the guy just drive you to where you were going? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, the, our final Uber taking us to the airport... He was silent and playing classical music, so thank God for that. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, we went to Malibu, we went to the beach, da, 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 like, it was fun. So, rating from one to ten. No, I, LA is fun. I would like to go back. I would like to go back to all three Vanderpump Rules establishments. Tone's a little different when the microphone's on. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean James is a great host. He's moving like, back to New York anyways, and then going on the road. Yeah, on the road again. Um, but, like, I could not picture myself 
living in LA. Especially like I don't have the personality for LA. Yeah, when you were joking, you when you all FaceTimed me and you were like, I'm moving to LA and I was like, there's no, no way he's ever leaving Brooklyn. <laughs> like we went to we, a final story, like we went to go get bagels, which I guess aren't isn't as big of a thing there as it is here in New York. Um, <laughs> you explaining the differences between LA and New York. That's like so, number one no, on like a BuzzFeed list about that. So we went to go get bagels. This sense of no sense of urgency. It took us like a half an hour to get a bagel. Oh my god! Like to just spread the cream cheese on it, to place your order, to receive the bagel. I could never even leave my apartment if I lived in LA because oh I would god. get so frustrated with everybody. And they don't have like seamless. Oh yeah, they do like Postmates or something, I guess. Instead. Yeah. Um, so that's the LA this review. Is the lesson of what it's like to be in LA. Yeah. The buildings are only one or two stories it's, high. They're short. They're <laughs> short buildings. <laughs> Quick tip. When visiting LA, you don't have to look up. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, I forgot. To oh, God. So this is the very last thing. Uh, I did try to do a little more investigative reporting for you guys. We went to this place called the Precinct. In downtown in LA. downtown LA, Kati was set to perform. And we were going to go see her, but we got to the bar at like 9.30. Uh, and we had like a long night the night before. By 11 o'clock, I was both, like, I think all three of us were exhausted. So we were like, forget it. When we, and, and we never got to see Katya. When we left, there was a line down the block to oh come God. in for people who would come see Katya. Apparently we learned at uh, Frisbee the next day that Katya didn't take the stage till like after midnight. So I would not have made it. Ooh, after midnight. I know, this old man <laughs> at 33. <It's> 39. <laughs> no, but I was all wonky from the time difference anyway, so. Uh, so tell us about Soam. Oh yeah, so we got, both of us got a text or a DM, a DM last so week Lewis from- Peitzman, so our Peitzman, slid into our DMs. Yes, our friend Louis Peitzman, and he was like, oh, I have- tickets to go see uh sonia morgan in this play called uh let me think about gay man tips, sex, sex tips sex. for straight women from a gay man yeah, yeah yeah um and dan couldn't go obviously because he was in los angeles but yeah. i jumped at the opportunity yeah um so first of all it was like pouring out that day yeah and when it's a rainy weekend i was like i was i gave myself enough time to go but i went to the wrong place because i assumed there's this theater in hell's kitchen that always used to play like those my big fat yeah, my italian, italian wedding, wedding that yeah, all yeah. the that all the housewives in new jersey like started yes, at one point so yes. i went to that theater thinking oh this must be where it is because they're close by each oh. other um i went to the wrong theater so i was like i was i walked in like two minutes before the show oh. um it was fine it was like it's one of those i know but no time to like chat with lewis yeah 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 but um so we sit down it's one of those like uh the clientele was all straight women like, really? Straight women either at a bachelorette party or um, like drag their husbands through, and it's an interactive show. Oh, like did you get called up? No, because thankfully we were like we were not in the aisle, and we were a little further back than mm -hmm. the people who got called up. But I was so nervous the entire time. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't like that. I would love it. Not only because of that, but when I was looking at the uh, poster for the thing, yeah, I yeah. realized that the star of the show the male lead was familiar i went to college with him <laughs> and i was like we haven't really chatted since then 
we were always friendly, but like it would still be uncomfortable if I if he like picked me out of the crowd and it was like, hi, yeah. surprise, yeah. bitch. Surprise, bitch. <laughs> um, I bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. But Sonia was enjoyable to watch. She mm-hmm. is not a great actress. Yeah, but I don't think anyone went into that expecting like Meryl Streep. It was very much like her Caprolesque. Where she'd like play along. Oh, and then um, one of the audience participation things, it was very well established that this woman's name, I forget what her name was, but it was very well established that her name was like, let's call her Cindy. And mm-hmm. everyone was like referring to her as Cindy the entire time. Yeah. And at one point, Sonia turns to her and called her Bertha. Like, <laughs> like, obvi- like it was really obvious that that was the name that was in the script for oh. like, <laughs> you have oh, to call Oh no. Um, but that wasn't like opening night like she's been doing it for a little while i feel like yeah um but she was i'm glad that she's pursuing her dreams whatever they may be yeah i mean my my report from her show isn't as extensive as yours because (laughs) i mean i was there for days and you were there for an hour (laughs) yeah it was fine i would recommend uh i just as a side note sonya's appearance on watch robin's live with vicky was i Iconic. Yeah, it was insane. She dragged Dorinda to hell in yeah. back. They watch happens live when they combine two housewives, and oh. when the housewives are from OC in New York, they're always the best. Yeah, but Dorinda and but Dorinda. now Sonky. Sonky, no. Sonky. V- Vicia. Vicia. Like Katya. <laughs> no, I like Sonky. Sonky. Um, like we learned that. It was either Lou or Sonia who hooked up with Dr. Paul Nassif. They figured out that it was Sonia who went home with him, and Lou went home with Ray that night. And meanwhile, someone was calling him Dr. Nasir. Nasir the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's not a well woman. Yeah, but her daughter was in the audience that night. She's not drinking still, apparently. That's interesting. Doubtful. Yeah. Um, Who was the bartender that day? It was one of those... Was it the animal? Like, I feel like there was one episode this past week where they had like a different... Like, they had like an owl. Oh, like an owl and, and like, like a... a skunk. That maybe it was that. That might have been like the other... But I like when they... I like when um, someone has to drop out and an old reliable housewife from New York steps yeah. in. I also hate when like there's episodes without one housewife or yeah. celebrity. Like I love Molly Shannon, but Molly Shannon plus Billy G- Joe Armstrong like... They should have, and Molly Shannon's a housewife fan. They should have paired her with a housewife. Yeah, definitely. Her episode was really good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, Billy Joe, whatever, did nothing, but she flashed the audience. Yes. Um, So the final live report that we have uh, is the Michelle Collins show, which we've wanted to go to for quite some time, but she it used to always be on the day we were recording, which was Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, and. We went on a Wednesday this week, but we've moved yeah. recording around. Um, yeah, well, the reason we went to, we were excited to go to this one was it was billed as featuring Dorinda Medley. Yeah. But unfortunately, she backed out. Like, the day of. The day of. So, we go to Chipotle beforehand. Quick <laughs> little Chipotle stop. I, it wasn't the best idea. I felt uncomfortable. During the show? Because of the Chipotle? Yeah, because, oh, you sorry. know, like, Chipotle puts you in, like, a certain space. Oh, I felt funky and fresh. <laughs> I know, you, like, hopped well, up and got a beer. Maybe that's because, like, I didn't have sour cream and cheese like you guys did. Oh, my God. I like sour cream and I like cheese. What's know, the maybe, point of going to Chipotle if you don't have to But maybe it's the dairy. 
Yeah, Darius Sledge in your body, I've heard. Um, so yeah, so we went to Michelle Collins. Can I say, it also exceeded my expectations. Yeah. She is so funny in this. Like, She's I want to go back. Yeah, I want to go every every yeah. time. Well, I think it's once a month. Once a month. Yeah. Um, so like, I could, se- I could sense when I sent you the, like, the news that Dorinda wasn't going to be there, I could sense something about you that was almost like... Should we even go? No. There was... I, I, I could sense it through the computer screen. No. Yes, I could sense it. And then I sent you the news that like there were going to be housewives-related people Adjacent, there. Yeah. And I felt like you were back in. Mm, no. Because I wanted to go to Michelle before. Even before like Dorinda was I announced. know, but I felt your enthusiasm I just felt like... I, just, I can read auras through Gchat. <laughs> yes. No, I just... Like, you know, obviously you're going to be let down when Dorinda's not going to show up to an event you thought she was going to. Um... But this is really, like, the right space for Michelle. Like, the, she, she couldn't thrive in The View because it's funny to just listen to her talk about, like, Anything. her day. Yeah. Her life. Like, she had some things written down that she was going to talk about, but, like, she didn't even talk about those things. Like, the funnier shit was, like, her talking about her stalker. Yeah. Which was a random story. And, like, it was... And her trip to Costco. Her trip to Costco. <laughs> and her... I don't know. And, like, she brought us all snacks... We got full-size Snickers bars, not the fun size. It was like Halloween size. when you go to John Kerry's house. Yeah. That happened to me. Oh my god, John Kerry. <laughs> Secretary of State John Kerry's he house. He wasn't there. Teresa Hines Kerry was, though. Oh my god, did you get a bottle of Hines? No, she gave up full-size <laughs> candy bars. Yeah, I mean, and that's precisely what Michelle gave us. Yeah. Um, we She pulled up to the stage to a Bethany's assistant's. And it was people that you would recognize from watching the show. Yeah, they've been on camera, I guess. But I haven't noticed. <laughs> well, the the thing that... When she told us that this one was the one that Pac packed Brin's suitcase, I was howling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I do remember that scene. Definitely. Yeah. But she, like, was talking about how nervous she is, like, filming the show, blah, blah, blah. <gasps> oh, my God. And how she's, like, afraid that she said something. And then Michelle goes, racist. <laughs> uh, that was another time when I was literally howling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, let me think. What else? Uh, the the Sonia oh. interns that oh, happened to so be there. Funny. So, so Michelle asked the crowd, okay, well, like, she sent down the assistants back to the stage. She says, is anyone else, like... Housewives, like... Well, she like, specifically said, I've met all of them, I've, but I've never met Luann or and Sonia. Sonia. Yeah. And she asked if anyone in the crowd had. Yeah, and people had stories, and then, like, one girl had a story, and then these two, like, NYU students uh, raise their hand and say that they're, they were Sonia's interns. And yeah. We, and we learned that they were only paid in food. And they were these ones were never on the show. It wasn't like pickles and like that weird guy yeah. who's always around. Or like that homeless Irish blogger. <laughs> yeah, but the only thing is like none of neither the assistants or Sonia's interns really had any like dirt. Yeah, I mean, well, Bethany's were like currently employed, so obviously they're not gonna like yeah screw up where their bread is buttered or whatever where their bread is buttered I don't know know the right term for this right now I can't see Bethany eating butter Mm. skinny girl butter yeah Mm. where are my skinny girl sweeteners oh my god actually that was so funny when Michelle was talking about like how skinny girl's not a thing anymore as she was saying like oh (laughs) like there was a moment in time where everyone's like skinny girl skinny girl and it's over (laughs) that was so hilarious um, yeah, we're definitely going to go back. Yeah, I want to go to our next show if possible. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, um, she had a last minute guest fill in John Fugel saying, Yeah, who apparently co hosted America's Funniest Home Videos with Daisy Fuentes. Yeah, and he's like a pretty big deal. I've seen him on like social media before. Yeah. Just not the right room for it. Yeah. He, like, the people who were there to see Dorinda wasn't the perfect match for his comedy yeah he has he does like political humor and like i think everyone was literally using michelle collins thing as like an escape from what we've been yeah watching for like the past yeah i mean it's even hard to come up with news items for this show because it's all election all i know i mean one of ours was related election adjacent (laughs) um so yeah uh five out of five ten out of ten eleven stars eleven stars Uh, michelle collins is a star Run, don't walk. I wonder, Six dollars. I wonder how she could like parlay this into something, like a comedy special. Yeah, 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 something. Yeah, yeah. I I'm have sure. seen her though, like in like she was in Bianca Del Rio's comedy special that aired on Logo. Oh really? And she wasn't as great as she was in like this particular space. She needs the audience interaction portion. Yeah, I also think like the intimacy of like her just talking about her life. Yeah, remember in the view she would always be like like make eye contact with someone in the audience be like you know what i'm talking about like she needs that to like thrive which but she's like amazing at it yeah yeah okay uh so i think that's good for our reports so why don't we take a quick break and we'll be back with our recaps of new jersey oc and drag race finale woo who Alright guys, we're back. Uh, so we're going to talk about Jersey. Yeah. Which is slowly crawling to the finale, I guess. It's like, is it coming like in two episodes? Oh, I did you, the math. Oh, you did the, oh, math. I did the math. You were sending me all those links and I was yeah, so yeah, yeah. confused. I think there are... The episodes will be going until uh, New Jersey premieres. And then the reunions... You mean I mean, Atlanta, Atlanta premieres, yeah. So that's like in three weeks. So I think there's two more regular episodes. Is this like the shortest season of Jersey since the first season? It's only going to be like 17 episodes before the reunion. God, New York felt like it lasted forever. In a good way. In a very good way. In like way. a blanket way. We were talking earlier before we started that this is like our sixth month mark yeah i can't believe it and we started the first episode of new york this year yeah so happy six months and also like we were finishing up atlanta and beverly hills when we first started and they're about to come back yeah that's crazy oh my god look at us this is us this is us this is real <laughs> watch this is us oh, on nbc oh my god guys <laughs> before we get to new jersey we'll briefly just discuss how everyone in my life is trolling me with their fandom of This Is Us. This Is Us is a very good television show. I feel like you're, like, lying to me. Okay, let me give you an example. I was a big fan of Parenthood. Oh, yeah. And This Is Us is being given, like, everyone saying it's, like, Parenthood. So, I'm not a fake here. I told my roommate to watch it. She started it tonight. It's just so corny. It's so good. Mandy Moore in the role of a lifetime. Milo. Ventimiglia? Jess from Gilmore Girls is more like it in whatever role he's in. It's just really good. Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. He's actually like the only one I'm interested in in the show, I feel like. Well, yeah, he has one of the best best roles. Plot lines, I think. Especially like uh, episode three. Yeah. I do love Mandy Moore in 
six-year-old woman makeup. Usually, I'm really distracted by that <laughs> shit. Like when they do it in a. Uh, her voice was like ten octaves lower. It was and like, she Whoa. she had like the. She had like the body language like of someone fake playing a old person. Um, her which like sixty isn't that old. Like I know. she doesn't need to be like crawling into the front door. She sort of reminded me of like the way that Judith Light plays her character on Transparent, just like sort of like a caricature of the character that she's supposed to be playing yeah. in a way. Yeah. So that's the This Is Us corner for this week. Let's get into New Jersey. I mean, Jersey. This Is Us was more interesting than Jersey this week, if we're being honest. Oof. Okay. <laughs> um, so we kick off the show with, like, uh, Siggy, Dolores, and Jacqueline, I guess, like, reuniting after that trip. Um, but I liked Dolores's comment on Siggy's, like, mental breakdown on the trip, saying that Siggy is not trained for this part of the zoo. She's from the petting zoo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, although, you know, we're, we're going to probably get to this at some point, but like, I've turned a corner on Siggy. Well, you've turned on a corner much involving her offline st- <laughs> her offline but, persona. But it's poisoned my view of her in the show as this well. Is, this is how I have to deal with it. In my brain, mm. I have relatives who I know and love to death, who just happen to be making weird decisions when it comes to... I know. 2016. I know. And that's what it is. I don't love them any less. I know, but even outside of that, she's been acting, like, really aggressive, Mm. I feel like. Uh, But we'll talk about that later. But she Um, warned us, some people say she's too much. Yeah, some people think I'm too much. (laughs) They're absolutely right. I guess she didn't warn us from the beginning. Um, So, uh, Melissa kind of confronts Derek about selling stories to Teresa. I thought thought he was going to get the can, but then it kind of just was like, nothing. Like He's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. That was it. And he got to keep his job at Envy. That's good. Good for him. Um... And then I did think it was interesting that Ashley and Chris stuck around for like the powwow with Siggy, Dolores, and Jacqueline. Yeah, but they're they're two who live for the applause pause. They yeah. like the spotlight. Chris Larita, my husband. Yeah, that little colonel. That little colonel. Buy a little colonel at your local Oh, um... I was gonna pick some up, but then Alex was making cookies tonight, so Oh, you can't have both? I the cookies are very good. Yeah. Um so let's see i'm uh, just like under like what else are we gonna get this season oh we got some kim d right yeah we got some well we got the posh fashion show yeah uh which is like in a restaurant now yes but the last time we were really at the posh fashion show in the brownstone was a while i mean last time it was in a restaurant as well yeah um but yeah i didn't like this posh fashion show and it, it was and it was also like a flop of a controversy of like Kim D bringing up Teresa and Joe Giudice and like Jacqueline and Dolores not taking the bait. Yeah. I think that's a, like, I like... There's so many false starts. Like, the Derek confrontation was a false start. Like, this was a false start. Yeah, I like how Siggy and Dolores keep out of things, but they, if they want to play in the big girls club, they need to saddle up a little more. Yeah. This is the OK Corral. Remember when Caroline Manzo said that? (laughs) Um, also it was Siggy and, actually, you know what? I thought this episode, I was team Melissa more than anyone else. I'm never team Melissa. No, no. Let me plead my case right now. Okay. Okay. So Siggy and Melissa, uh, met up and Siggy kind of called 
Melissa phony and self-absorbed to her face. Like she said, when I first met you, I thought you were phony and self-absorbed. But she is. Um, yeah. Four nose jobs, says <laughs> Jacqueline. Um, Just kidding. I support the nose jobs. But also, like, see, like... Siggy was like, I'm not going to go to a Posh fashion show, and I'm not going to go to the Envy fashion show. I was like, shut up. Just go to both. Like, like the Posh fashion show, much like a vacation in a normal Housewives franchise, it's you, you go or don't. Yes, it's required reading. Um, so, and I, I love when, when Moss was talking about the, the nose job comment. She says, it's the worst kept secret that I've had a nose job, and they do a flashback to, like, her first season. Oh, yeah. A completely different nose. But then the best part was when uh, you know, when they were talking about Strippergate, and then she was saying how, like, Jacqueline called, like, her version of Jacqueline saying, calling her was like, Jacqueline said, oh, someone's gonna get you, maybe it's gonna be Danielle Staub, <laughs> and we got our annual Danielle Staub reference, and then... We already had the reference. We had it earlier in the season? Yeah, she said something in a confessional about, like, her, when she was chasing that prostitution whore through the, uh, country club... When talking about the posh fashion show from season two. Oh, but did, but it wasn't explicit. Like she didn't use. Well, yeah, but like the prostitution or. Uh, but but like her talking about stripper gate, I love like the best part, which is when I became team Melissa, was when she says, "I mean, I'll climb this pole and make it come true." Like when they were sitting outside. Yeah. That, I thought that was funny. I just like I, they're having the same fights that they've been having for years. Yeah. It's yeah. so annoying. Yeah. Um, I would rather I would rather go back to Daniel Staub coming back and fighting about season one shit yeah. than I would about like the doldrum years when we were talking yes. about Strippergate with Kathy Wakili. Yes. We did get a This Is Us promo during Real Housewives of New Jersey in the lower corner of the Oh, screen. I took several <laughs> photos of that. Or I took several photos maybe when it was happening during OC. It yeah. happened several times. Yeah. Uh, then we get, also got a little kernel party. Um, Chris Lorena gave a speech which I teared up a little bit during. He's a king among kings. Your team, a king. Chris. <laughs> I've, I've always been team Chris, but some things are subject to change. He just likes it in the spotlight. Mm. And I did like the crowd that was at the, the party. Like I, I know Rosie's like annoying these days, but her screaming about the fact that Ashley was drinking water after she announced that she was having the baby oh, was yeah, pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. Um, Kath was there. Richie. Uh, They're fine. Doesn't do it for you. No. no. <laughs> um, I I guess the la- the last thing really was Dolores confronting Chris Lorita, telling him to stay home from Joe Judice's going away event. I thought that was really aggressive of Dolores. I think she was realizing she's she needs to do something. <laughs> they've gotten a little prod from the producers. Yeah. The like, producers. The producers. No, I, but I want Chris to go to his going away. Thing. I do too, actually. I think they have a real friendship, a yeah. genuine friendship. They're brothers in this. Why should the women come between them? True. Uh, and then they go to church, Teresa and Dolores. Take and... me to church. I thought the church thing was weird. Oh, the one last thing. There was a sh- there was like a shot of I think Teresa and Joe dancing at that their wedding, and Joe Gorga, not Joe Gorga, George Joe Judice, like actually looked really cute in the flashback, and I think he. Is like revolting most of the time. Oh, Joe Gorga looked weird in that flashback, I think, right? I don't re- really remember a flashback of him, but Joe Judice looked good in the wedding flashback. Nice. My last word. Team Joe. 
I feel so bad with how the season's going. It's, yeah, it's not bringing it as it should be. Like, but, but do you like the season? I kind of like the Twins and Amber season more than this season. No, I don't know. I, no. I could never get into that. Not even a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, you didn't even watch that no, season. No, really. I, like, I couldn't do it. I hated that Jim Marchese guy. Yeah. Ugh. I didn't like the Twins. I didn't like how they considered them the same person. Like, I kind of liked it. <laughs> They do that on, like, The Bachelor, too. Yeah. Like, if there's ever a twin on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, The Gay Bachelor got picked up. For, for season two. Say, and they're doing, like, an online search. Oh, my God. Brennan, you should you should be The Bachelor. No. Um, but uh, I could on. suggest a few people. Yeah? Yeah, like... I, no names are coming to mind. Like, right off, off mic? <laughs> <laughs> off, off mic. Okay. Um, OC, which, after a slow start this season... Has been bringing it. This is iconic. This is an iconic trip. Yes. We're in Ireland, and I, let's preface with a couple things. So at the end of when we talk about it, we're going to have a special segment that I feel like we've been promising people since, oh, yeah, we, learned, since we learned that yeah. they were going to Ireland. Yes. This special segment is going to be called Connor Bean Real. Hosted by <laughs> Connor Bean, a homeless Irish intern. <laughs> and can we say, he gave us 11 minutes of content and we had to cut it down, give you the best moments. Yeah, we, we gave you a remixed version. <laughs> Pardon me if the audio is a little all over the place. It's like the Alyssa Edwards B. Ames remix. Yes, so we cut it down to a little under six minutes. So, um, secondly, just one more thing. I yeah. brought over a bottle of Jameson, Ooh, which we're a little bit more than halfway through. An Irish whiskey for the occasion of being in Ireland. Yeah, you're having an Irish ginger diet. Yeah, and I'm having an Irish seltzer with leftover ginger syrup from my New Year's Eve party. Yeah, always has to one up me. I know, but I like it. <laughs> Mine's just, a Canada Dry. I just don't like a diet soda. It's like tastes like medicine to me. Mm, tastes yummy. So, um, let's so we're in Ireland. Yeah. Um, let's see. Brianna likes Vicky's new man, mm-hmm. which is a good change of pace. They're taking Ethiopian Airlines, and they have some Ethiopian Airlines promo at the airport. Oh yeah. Um, the first thing they ask, or when they say it's when they get to. Ireland to their driver is top of the morning too, yeah. So we know sort of how this episode is gonna go. A lot of leprechaun, a lot of pots of gold. On the bus. I thought the bus was very nice. Like a luxury bus with seating where you can face each other in like a few different areas. I really liked it. Oh, you did it. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but it just looked like one of the Atlanta party buses. This one was a little different. There were like tables involved. I don't remember that. Okay, I will. I'll take your word for it. Um, but I, Heather like whips out her thirty-five Irish sayings phrases, and I had like no idea what she was. Uh, one of them was "Holy kicking." Holy kicking is the Irish whooping it up. Apparently, oh, I mean, she's like Vicky, Vicky. It's, <laughs> it's whoop it up. It's like I hate when they like. Rely so heavily on whoop it up that, but also like things catchphrases yeah, yeah, yeah. like like when how like Sonia will like talk to Ramona and be like, oh we're having turtle time or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so they arrive at their like fancy Irish hotel which was like much nicer than I had expected yeah and um, we'll have a little more on this in our um, guest segment because our guest is familiar with this hotel yeah apparently I hope he, you apparently that part. yeah no no, no yes, I did not edit that out. Uh, he DJ'd at this venue for a wedding. Yeah. 
And I actually have a history. I don't have a history, but <laughs> at the time, he had tweeted something about how the venue was playing cheek to cheek Lady Gaga in the in the uh, hotel. So I did some investigation into what venue he was at, and I tweeted at them, "Thank you for playing cheek to, <laughs> yes. doing cheek to cheek promo." This was last year, so this event was made to be. Yeah, I mean, I'll take cheek to cheek promo any day. Yeah. Um, anyways, Vicky's boyfriend allegedly, allegedly. sent <laughs> some flowers at the hotel, which she seemed very unfazed by, and he wrote, I love you, whatever his name. That could be very easily manufactured. Yeah. Mm. Um, they're talking, something that actually made me laugh out loud was they were talking about, like, what's a pub crawl? And then someone goes, I think it was either Shannon or Heather, who goes, I don't know, it means we go to pubs. And I don't know if it was in that moment that I was watching it, but I literally laughed out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so Shannon, Shannon announced that she wants to see a leprechaun. <laughs> um, it's just like the entire episode was all of that until we got into like the, the, the meats. Yeah, the yeah. meats. Uh, Vicky's forcing shots on him. Their throat. behavior, the way that they approached that pub and how they were drinking and consuming alcohol, I was like, do people enjoy this? I have never seen drinking like this on a housewives. There was no like easing into anything. It was just like we'll shots. do shots. And like I in my old age, like you could barely get one shot in me. Yeah. In this economy. Yeah. Let alone, like, the f- ten that, that Vicky was shoving down Tamara's throat. Yeah, as time went on, they were, like, at least, like, Heather was, like, drinking, like, a vodka soda. Yeah, I think she was Shannon the only was. one drinking responsibly. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it really, like, Vicky did really awaken the beast that is strong Tamara. Because, like, we haven't seen her at all this season. Oh, yeah. And this is truly a return to form. Well, can I say, are we at the fight? Can we talk about the fight yet? Um. Or do you have anything to say before that? Uh, I, before, one last thing before the f- fight, uh, w- which the party probably tuned out of, was the, the genealogist. Megan, the, yeah, the Megan King Evans. Like, I've never seen someone more excited about being Irish in my entire life. Um, apparently, her relatives are the O'Tools, and they're rebel hearts. Yeah, oh my god, and I just remembered, I should have, like, talked about it beforehand. The genealogist wrote a blog post on his website about this experience and i think specifically will actually be a little more relevant to next week's episode okay because he talks about what we see in the preview them just like tapping people on the street so i'll send that to you and we'll talk about it more next week because he sort of drags them and the producers yes Yes. oh my god okay so the fight kicks off by kelly being a ding-dong and flicking everyone's nose with like the oh what's what's over there and then like points down can i tell you something i was team kelly for most for the beginning of this fight because what she was doing was sure it was annoying but it wasn't annoying to the level that like they were all being hoity-toity about um it got it escalated like way too fast way too soon and that's what happens when people are drunk i think i can't even like piece it really together too much so that she's doing that and they're like they're like reprimanding her, and at that moment when they're reprimanding her, Tamara goes to the bathroom. Yeah. And that's when it really started to blow up. Well, no, no I think so. The point is, Tamara like mumbles something as she's walking to the bathroom, like at, at Kelly. Like, I don't even like she like says something as she's walking away, and then Kelly starts like, Aah! 
like she says, screaming across the bar. Yeah, like walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's what really set it off. And then Tamara like <coughs> took that bait and really ran with it. And then Kelly kept on taking the bait. Yeah. Like so crazy. Um, then there was like the entire stuff that happened in the store. No, you skipped something. What did I skip? So like Heather's trying to defuse this. Oh no. So <gasps> oh my god, I skipped something. Yeah, so, skipped something. <laughs> so so Tamara like to fight back at Kelly brings up the fact that she says that Kelly asked her real estate agent. To look up how much money uh, Heather, Heather owes on her lot or, her lo- yeah, or her the lot. loan that she got. Which, I mean, in New York, that kind of information is public information in terms of like looking up a mortgage someone gets on a property. like As you did for Alex McCord? Well, yeah, I looked up the, how much she <laughs> paid for the house and how much she sold for the house. Like, it's all public information, so it's not that big of a deal. Well, it's like... It's... But, and then, but it, like, the way that they were spinning it... Uh, let me explain why it doesn't make sense. Like... They were spinning it as if, like, she had to get a loan for her lot. But, like, everyone gets a mortgage when they buy a property. Like, you can usually get, especially with mortgage rates now, you can get a mortgage for less than the money that you can make on doing an investment. Like, Mm -hmm. buying stocks or, like, any other sort of investment. Because mortgage Mm -hmm. rates are very low right now. So, like... Her set, like her painting the picture that the fact she had to get a loan is like she must be poor like yeah. it makes no sense like you're like an idiot yeah um so that was a stupid argument so then Ke- that, then that devolved into Kelly and Heather fighting and Kelly saying that like usually people of Jewish descent have a sense of humor or funny and sarcastic and funny and sarcastic and and Heather was like. Oh! <laughs> it just was like a mess. This is why, I mean, I hate Kelly. Yeah. Ugh. And then they went... Who's seen Kelly in this economy? I don't know. Yeah. Probably someone out there. Someone, someone is. Please, if you're oh. Team Kelly, please tweet us with hashtag Team Kelly in yeah. this economy. Um, And then Kelly's response to like Heather being disgusted with Kelly saying that she should be funny... Was saying, I'm not being racist, I'm Mexican. Oh, oh yeah. my lord. Oh. Kelly is just really reporting live from another planet. Truly. Um, and then, like, Kelly and Shannon are together for some reason. Yeah, so they're all walking to the department store for, like, some drunk shopping. And then, like, Kelly's ranting to Shannon on the walk over, saying, like, no wonder her daughter doesn't talk to her. Which is, like, so insane. So dumb. First of all, like, Kelly and Shannon were ready to kill each other a few weeks ago. I know. Like, she's like, <laughs> like saying like this. So then Shannon is a true friend. Yes. And tells Tamara, which a true friend should do. And there's the scuffle inside the department store where you only hear them on the mic. Yes. And like, it's sort of insane. And then all of a sudden they're back outside and Heather's complaining about how she got kicked out of the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, like Heather is notorious this season of... Turning any major event into like all about her. Yeah. She like recreates like bang bang bang. Is there an American woman in there? 
<laughs> and everyone's sort of like, there's like bigger fish to yeah, fry here. Like, like Tamara needs to breathe slower. Oh yeah, this is like the iconic scene. That's my phone oh background my actually. Yes. Well, I'm surprised that you zoomed in only on Tamara's face. Because rather than like uh, Shannon comforting Tamara. But it, because it's like so insane and so scary. I know, it doesn't even look like her. I know. Um, but um. So. Yeah, I mean. We'll see more next week. And we have a little report. Should we get to the report or do you have more to say? Well, one last thing. Vicky saying, what are we, a bunch of hillbillies? No offense to hillbillies. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. It reminded me of, um, hi, I'm White Trash. Welcome to my trailer. Yes. A specific Sonia Morgan line. Um, And then the last thing was the, like, I can't make sense of, like, the scary filming that we get to see next week. Like, it sounded like people were saying that Heather was filming it, but then you see Heather in the background. Well, I think Heather films in the, the hotel. hotel hallway, yeah, and so. but they have cameras in the van already. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so now it's time for... For Connor... Connor being real. Being real. So... Da, 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 da. Here it is. <laughs> come through, queen. Oh, I want to see I come through, queen. Hello, hello, hello. This is Connor Bean, avid listener of Come Through Queen, sometimes Twitter and text pal of your glorious co-hosts, Brendan and Dan, and a broadcaster, a media type person here in Ireland in my own right as well. I'm with you today to discuss my thoughts on the Real Housewives of Orange County visiting my fair land of Ireland in the first part of their, what I assume is a multiple part trip onto the Emerald Isle for all kinds of tomfoolery and shenanigans, to quote, in a sense, Miss Alyssa Edwards. Shannon Bedore obviously delighted to go to Ireland and visit what she thought was Shannon Airport, although I'd say from the footage we saw, they probably went straight to Dublin Airport, which, as I suspected, does not look particularly gorgeous on camera, though it was kind of funny that that's where they opened and they show them in the airport because, frankly, it was not an auspicious start, although they got lots of uh, what I call diddly eye music in pretty fast, which is, of course, that... uh kind of uh, tunage maybe a U2 song would have gone to Miss Guys or some Bewitched or Samantha Mumba I'm just saying so they get to Dublin airport they arrive get piled into their minivan for the start of the housewives journey and that's when things start to go awry in my eyes as an Irish person Heather whips out some listicle about slang that we supposedly say in Ireland I would like to state for the record now I have never in my life heard the term hooly kicking until I watched this episode I don't know where she dredged that from like thinking that's an actual term Irish people use is like thinking Tatiana deserved to be in the top three of All Stars too. It's inaccurate, wrong, and we should stop pretending it's a thing. That was just an aside for the All Stars two fans listening to this podcast. They do get to Paris Court Hotel though, which I've actually been in before. I DJed a wedding there about oh, a year and a half ago in twenty fifteen. I can't remember the exact date. It's a really beautiful place, and the grounds and the bits that you can visit as a punter as well are gorgeous so if you're ever in Ireland I would actually recommend a visit to Paris Court it is lovely I was fascinated though they were given a champagne and Guinness cocktail on arrival which I've never heard of and frankly Guinness is overrated so I just wouldn't be mixing that with champagne by the way sidebar re-slang whale of a time is that not a thing people say in the US I'm sure you guys would be like oh I had a whale of a time I never thought that was an allegedly only Irish catchphrase. I'm also talking extremely fast, by the way. So uh, you, clear, you can tell I have a lot to say about this show. Kelly not getting the accent was an awful lot for me to deal with. Also, sidebar, again, we don't get Lucky Charms cereal over here. So when you talk about Lucky Charms and expect an Irish person to know what it is, we just think you're talking about leprechauns and that you're a moron. Just, just an FYI. 
And shout out to the producers of this show for creating an actual axe break out of Shannon going, I can't wait to find a leprechaun. Great work, everybody. I hope Andy Cohen is incredibly happy with himself. Then in the second part of the episode, we see the gals in Temple Bar, which, first of all, actual Irish people never go to Temple Bar. We pass through, but don't hang out there. It's a total tourist trap. It's kind of like how Times Square is viewed by people who live in New York versus tourists who come to New York. Although I did die a small death at the scene of them <laughs> standing outside some Irish pub and a centre, kind of which is a corner shop chain that's all around the country, doing an Irish jig. They're like, I think this is called the River Dance. It was extremely culturally sensitive of them. I'll give them that. Then we see them bail in and start their uh, whole pub crawl adventure moment, which kind of fell flat for me because they're drinking during the day like in pubs that aren't that busy like people who go to Temple Bar go at night and they go in the absolute piss they don't go during the day although I enjoyed as this episode escalated every time they got belligerent and drunk in a pub there were so many shots of people sitting in the background going what are these strange American women doing I did enjoy Shannon's leprechaun top it did have a certain kind of drag queen quality to it that I enjoyed I did not enjoy Tamara's boring green t-shirt because A it was really obvious and generic and it felt like she just wore it in a size too small to show off her gym body then we got to what I think is probably the peak of the episode for me they go from drinking for what must have been at least a couple of hours in a bunch of bars in top of bar and then they went to go to Grafton Street which is a shopping street in Dublin and they hit up a department store which they did not name on camera because obviously they did not have permission to film there it was Brown Thomas, which is a big uh, department store in the middle of Dublin city centre. It's owned by that famous Canadian billionaire couple, the name of which escapes me, that owns all the department stores in uh, Toronto and all over Canada as well. So, like, it's a big deal. So they go in with the live, the mic's still hot in the vein of Donald Trump and clearly acts the absolute fool. Like, they sounds like they were in the door for, like, what, a minute or two before... Tamara found out what Kelly had said about her on the walkover. Obviously, the stuff on the bus was kind of upsetting. Like, Tamara's sobbing and crying was, like, kind of... I'd actually felt bad for her. They then hit up Johnny Fox's, which is a famous pub in Ireland, um, and have a hooli night. And even though there's a sign for hooli, it's still not a thing. So, Heather, please go back to your Chanel umbrellas and think about what you did. Um, watching them order the food without, like, potatoes and salads and things was funny to me because that's just, like, to me, a very American thing to do when you're on holidays in America. I can't have the carb-free option. Please calm down. You're not in OC anymore. Uh, I was also very into Shannon and Vicky kind of bonding over the Irish dancing, getting on stage and making themselves look like a fool. I'm very excited to see how many episodes left we get in Ireland, what the girls get up to, and what kind of foolery and nonsense happens. Thank you very much, guys, for having me on the podcast. This report is far longer than I intended it to be, and I'm talking at the speed of light because I'm about to go on air in a second. But, uh... Thank you, and I want to see you come through, Queen. Yeah, yeah. Buy Britney's album, Glory, on iTunes. Bye. All right, first and foremost, do not buy Glory on iTunes. Buy Glory Days. Buy Glory, Little Mix. Buy Little Mix Glory Days, available on iTunes. 18th on iTunes. <laughs> Second of all, I do love our inside scoop into the Irish realm. I really felt like we really got the tour of Dublin. We transported there by we, a We rainbow. went to the Brown Thomas. <laughs> the Brown Thomas. <laughs> Which, fun fact, I guess, was something to do with Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my Canada Dry diet ginger ale was appropriate tonight. Mm, yes. Um, can I, first of all, the Samantha Mumbo and Bewitched promo. <laughs> oh my god, I called her Samantha Mumbo. Yeah, Samantha Mumbo. <laughs> Um, iconic pop princess of the early aughts. Um, 
the thing that he said about Tatiana was blasphemy. Yes. And if you ever have that attitude on our air again, you will not be invited back. Connor being real will be no more. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whale of a Time is something that we know over here, but nobody says yeah, it. Yeah, like, like a... Like a grandma would say it. Yeah. Like. Who's grandma? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, mine doesn't even speak English. I mean, so. all of mine are dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks. Oh, you have something else? His Shannon Bedore impression. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was good. I, I love when he slips out of Irish <laughs> into American. Uh, so well, come to America, Connor. We would love to have you as our special guest live and in the studio. And maybe we'll have you um, do another little report next week. Yeah. And, but keep it to two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I have to edit this down, Henny. Uh, so, Henny. <laughs> so speaking of Hennies, uh, let's talk about Drag Race. Oh my god. Are you shook? I am dropping hints that I am shook still. Um, so we... Just, I, just like an hour and a half, yeah. two hours ago. I'm um, just finished uh, watching RuPaul's Drag Race yeah. All Stars finale, and our new queen in the Hall of Fame is it's Alaska. <laughs> I mean, listen, we knew going into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the two of us literally knew going into it because we read the Reddit spoilers. Yeah, but like the Reddit spoilers didn't spoil this far, did they? No, they did. They didn't spoil who the winner is. Yeah, the boyfriend said. No, I'm pretty sure they filmed different ones. I don't know. Maybe they filmed different ones. But I think like... they filmed different ones. And I thought, I really thought that after last week, because we hadn't, we didn't report on it last week, but last week was like the shocker when mm. Alaska had her meltdown. I really yeah. thought, in the social media reaction, everyone was like, it's going yeah. to Katya. Well, though, I mean, we didn't talk about last week's episode, just briefly. Both this week and last week's episode were both great episodes, I thought. This whole season's been really great. Yeah. But like the family, the whole family... Uh, get together thing was great. Yeah, they brought on the makeover challenge was them bringing on members of the family. Yeah, so it was like moms mothers. and sisters. Yeah. It was beautiful. The first ten minutes might make you cry. Just like it's really emotional. Mm. Um, Katya and Detox won that uh, episode, and Alaska had a meltdown because she was in the bottom for the first time ever. She wasn't even in the bottom in her season at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, sort of the reaction after... Oh, and then they sent Alyssa Edwards home. And, and it should have been a bottom two of Alaska and Roxy. Well, they, they've only done a bottom two once, and it was the only episode... No, they've done... Oh. I don't know. It's hard to keep track, because there haven't been a ton of episodes. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, what was I saying? Oh, but the reaction to Alaska's meltdown and yeah. Alyssa going home was like... Everyone is putting the snake emoji in all of Alaska's social media. And she did respond with a funny video. Yeah. Of, like, parodying the whole snake thing. Yeah. And um, everyone, like, overwhelmingly, if you looked at social media, it seemed to be, like, mostly Team Katya. I think, like, it just sucks because Katya's not going to get to do All-Stars 3 or anything like that. I know, but this is the type of show you don't need to win yeah. to be a star. Katya went into this, went into this season, not when she originally filmed it but went into like this season being like probably the top one of the top favorite queens yeah. of all time and also you know raven and jujubee didn't win all stars one and i feel like people are definitely talking about them more than chad michaels yeah in this economy definitely yeah so it's like no no harm no foul this week's episode i liked uh 
I loved the performance that they yeah, did. Yeah, that was like the best Rusical without, and I don't think it involved Lucian Piani at all. Everyone on the internet hates. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it just was like so well done. They got to record their own stuff. They got to lip sync their own stuff. The choreography was amazing. Yeah. Like even when they were all just like walking together on stage, I was like, holy yeah, shit, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah, great. Yeah. They were all so committed. Yeah. I would say though that final performance, which keeping with the whole like expectation of how it was gonna go down, like Roxy was the bottom in terms of like her rap, well, yeah. her performance, her solo performance. But the other three were all like equally Equally great. great. Yeah. And they had a problem, or not they, but Michelle had a problem with Katya's final, final look. look, but I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was, it was like classic Katya. Yeah. It was perfectly her. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I liked, I did like how Ross Matthews jumped in to like defend her. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, I, I did like almost tear up during Katya's speech. Oh, because she started with like a rehearsed speech yeah, in her little like, Russian stick. But then she like pivoted to be like real, which mm. I thought hers was better than Alaska's, who's was all rehearsed like this big. Yeah, but Alaska's was funny. Yeah. The other two were like not memorable. Yeah. Like detox, like I'm a weird person. Like you're not you, the weirdest person. You all person. are. Like yeah. it's not like you're like some some special I flower. Re- I realize that detox is like really talented and everything. I just something about her just like it's the personality bores me. It's the. Per- the look, she's got the look. She doesn't have the personality. Yeah. But the look never surprises me because it's always consistently really good. Like, whereas I'm surprised by, like, shit that, like, Katya does, for example. And, and Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. No, detox, but Detox always does have a great look. Yeah. Like, Detox's two-in-one look, I'm sure, was amazing. But I remember Alaska and I remember Katya. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what... What uh, detox is two in one lock? Remember Alyssa Edwards? I sure do. That <laughs> um, let's see. So it's so confusing. We don't even know like how to plan around this either. Like, is there a reunion next week? Yeah, we don't know. So if there, like, programming note. <laughs> I might not be with you next week. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we, we might have a special new guest co-host. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. Um. But yeah. Drag Race, I thought it was a great season. I need them to do All-Stars more consistently, and I don't know what that looks like, but this was... I think it's going to be every other year. That's good. Yeah. Because we've been waiting so long. How... Was it been three years? It was like 2012, 2013? Three years, probably. Yeah. But it's like, this was my favorite season of all seasons by far. Yeah, because I think if we do All-Stars three in two years, that means we would have Season 8 and Season 9 added to it. Yeah. Wait, one question. So, who are your winners and who are your losers of this season? Like, regardless of whether they won or lost. So, I'll start with Alaska as a winner of the season, despite the fact that, like... She shot herself in the foot once. The crowd turned against her. Yeah. And I think she actually... What's interesting is this was filmed last summer. And she had a breakdown during this final episode. I think, like, understanding how this is going to be perceived. 
and like detox and Roxy were too oblivious to realize it. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that like they set it up for everyone to be rooting for for Katya. Yeah. Because you're either Katya or you're like with the crew. Mm -hmm. And like who wants to be with the crew? Like well, yeah, she said that dog. that really good line that she had that was like. It's. I just realized it's the same as it was in yeah. our season. It's the Alaska talks and the lovable weirdo. Yeah, and it's exactly that. Except the is better than James. Like, by far. <laughs> um, so Alaska. Alaska. Um, I would say Alyssa. Uh huh. But Alyssa didn't need it. Alyssa didn't even need this. Yeah, but she. People were rooting for her at the end. People were pissed that she was kicked yeah. off. Tati. And then Tati, obviously. And Katya. And Katya. Oh, yeah, Katya. I love Katya. Katya, like, her edit at the end, if she won, could have been, like, she was the one with, like, the re redemption. She came from fifth place. Yeah. And she grew in the shortest amount of time. Yeah. That was a good point that she made in yeah. the episode. That it was, like, you guys have all been post-drag race yeah. queens for so long. She had been post-drag race, uh, post race queen for three months? Four months? Yeah, like, from when... Her season finished airing till yeah. when she started filming. This was only a few months. Yeah. Um, yeah, those were the big stars. But what's funny is like Fifi was so like crying and screaming about how she got a bad edit and they make her look like shit. No one even is thinking or caring about Fifi right now. In I know. Terms of like her edit, her being the villain. Katya like, played that right. Her redemption this week, as far as what she did on like releasing the snake video, then she released the video where you she mean Alaska. Did I say Alaska? You said Katya. Oh. Katya's always on my yeah. mind. Um, <laughs> Alaska. Alaska had the best one because she released the funny video, then she released a video about giving the $10,000 that she yeah. offered to charity. We left that out. Yeah, she, she and Detox each donated $5,000. And then she started rele releasing music this week, too. Yeah. It, pretty good music, too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't listen to it, but I trust your Um, opinion. She has a song called The Tea that's really good. Mm -hmm. Doesn't she have, like, a guest on one of her songs, one of the other that drag queens? Adore. And Gia Gunn, I feel like. Oh, probably. I would love... Gia Gunn She's a Gia Gunn stay. Yeah. yeah. Gia Gunn. Um, so let's close out the show with Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. <gasps> this is kind of a long Freak of the Week, but well worth it. Can you, like, summarize it? You don't no. No. Really? It's worth it. Trust me. Okay. So, uh... Come Through Queen account received its first Housewives block uh, this past weekend. Yes. So the one and only City Flicker. So we, it's actually, I, I'm going to take a little credit for our podcast. We were the first ones to start exposing the real Housewives on their political views. Yeah. In two episodes that you can listen to, Red, White, and Come Through Part 1 and Red, White, and Come Through Part 2. Yes. And now everyone's jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. And so everyone's yapping and yapping about like who are they supporting and everyone realized that Siggy Flicker has been tweeting about her support for Donald Trump yeah and so we found one of her tweets that was fairly recent and we, we mentioned it on that original podcast yes we did but once everyone started getting on board I decided to quote retweet yeah. something where she mentioned it just saying hmm and I, and I also mentioned to Applebaum because he was like questioning like which which housewives were oh, voting for yeah. Trump um and so you all you did was quote it and say hmm yeah it was more of an observation but you but like you're like we are the ones who dug it up yes um so everyone jumped on siggy started like 
attacking her for this uh, tweet. For, and it's from November 2015. Like, not that... It's, like, less than a year ago. So it's not like this is, like, some distant past. Wait, but she's also tweeted recent, recently in response to people, not, like, on her own. Like, yeah. I can't vote for her. I'm going to vote yada, yada, yada. This was, like, days ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she posted she posted on Instagram and then obviously linked it to her Twitter. The photo is like everyone sucks twenty sixteen or like yeah. something like that. And she wrote a rant. Okay, like Dan's direct, about to read the rant, so directed at us, essentially. Shut up. No, no, it is, it is. I you didn't you never even read it. Okay. Like Brennan, you don't even know. It's directed at us. Okay, listen, Brennan. I'd like to take a moment to address the people who have been blessed with the excess time to be able to dig up a Siggy Flicker tweet from a year ago, November 2015, and who are better than the rest of us because they have never changed their minds about anything in their lives, ever. I did write that tweet supporting Trump. I own it, and I'm not ashamed. In November 2015, and up until a few months ago, I would have voted for anyone running against hashtag Hillary Clinton. I despise her that much and nothing will ever change my opinion of her. However, after what I've heard over the past year, my opinion has changed about him. If you took a few extra minutes of trolling time to read a recent Huff hashtag Huffington Post article about me, you'd stumble upon my evolved opinion, which came out before the pussy comment heard round the world yesterday. Oh my God. Here it is. As of now, I don't plan on voting because I don't like either candidate and wish there was a third option. There's, there's two other there's options. Two other options. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the debates to end and see if anything is said to make me change my mind, but both candidates are not good. I will say I'm not with her as a proud Jew and as a proud American. My feelings on Hillary is, my feeling on Hillary is once a liar, always a liar. The thing that bothers me the absolute most about Hillary is what happened with Benghazi. I'm a mother who is obsessed with my children. They're everything to me. And if I were to put my son on a plane to Benghazi and he didn't get the help like those soldiers didn't get the help, that would be the end of my life. What happened in Benghazi, forget all other proven lies told by the Clintons, is something I can never get over as a parent. That said, Trump frustrates me, like when he said that John McCain was not a war hero. I was ready to smash the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I hear something groundbreaking in the debates, I'm just not voting this year. During my intro of the Real House of New Jersey, I rocked my uh, facelift bandages. I am who I am, and I've got nothing to hide. I'm also an intelligent woman who is very capable of making an informed decision based on what I believe. If you're allergic to nuts, pun intended, would you choose a chocolate with walnuts or peanuts? I'm not with him. I'm not with her. Get a life. Wait, so what's the part where she specifically calls us out? Because we're the ones who dug up the tweet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Brennan, who's our one true queen this week? Well, I'd like to note one second that okay. Ziggy Flicker still follows me on Twitter. Personally. Mm, I don't think she, like, put it all together. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but moving, moving right along. Oh my God. Yeah. Another thing that our queen is Michelle Collins, but yes. what was the funny thing that she said about 
Siggy Flicker. She like said something about like Flicker, and then she said like Siggy Flicker. I don't know. It was just like at the beginning yeah. of the show, it made me laugh. But our, our one true queen is Michelle Collins because really her show was so fucking hilarious. Yes, we'll be back. Come through. Go to Michelle Collins Magic Niche at, uh, at UCB, UCB in, in that basement. Yeah, have you ever been there before? I went to like a former roommate's like yeah, improv one graduation mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So Michelle Collins, you're our one true queen. We love you. Uh, so that's our show for this week, right? Ooh, that was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. We actually have gotten a few great reviews over the past week. I'm just oh, going to quickly read a few of them. You have them pulled up? I have them queued up. Uh, Sophia DP11 wrote, Best Housewives Podcast Smiley Face. I look forward to your new episodes every week. I hope to be a guest someday. Hi, Sophia. We can make that happen. Hillary says, Yes, Queens. Come through. Queen is my one true podcast. The best Real Housewives related and pop culture news. Brennan's giggle gives me life. Who is that? Hillary? Maybe it's Hillary Getty. I don't know. Uh, and then last but not least, Kate Parnell says, yes, clever, funny. These boos are a dream to listen to. We love you guys. Keep the reviews coming. Uh, it'll only help us uh, get noticed on iTunes. So that's great. Yeah, you can email us at uh, comethroughgreen at gmail.com. I realize that no one's really done that ever. So. Yeah, but if you have like a good juicy scoop. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't say those two words. <laughs> I'm going to invoke Heather McDonald. No. Um, also... Never mind. <laughs> we were going to have a special Peas Corner, but we couldn't talk pee into it today to yeah, talk about. Yeah, Peas Corner will be back yeah. at some point. So, Brendan, where can we find you online? Um, at notbrendan on um, twitter.com and, like, you know. Cool. What about you? Uh, I'm at idkidk. So, <laughs> and um, uh, Connor uh, is at Platinum Jones on yeah. Twitter. Platinum Jones, Connor being real. Uh, so, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen.